0: We might swear on this podcast, but we don't endorse drug use. Unless they're Ian's Berries. (laughs) It's just his
1: special, special drinks.
0: And welcome to Mystery Dungeons and Dark Rise, a Pokemon role playing adventure and the tale of two young trainers and their journey together through the Yume region. I'm Coatsy and I am your dungeon master.
2: I'm Jack. I play Felix, a shy but stubborn boy who is just exhausted.
1: <laughs> I play Chris. I play Chris. <laughs> Brain not working, exhausted. I'm Chris, I play Chuck. He's the son of a nurse Joy who moved from Pewter City to the Yume region. And I think he's kind of he sees what Felix sees in Flying-type Pokémon now. After that Honch <laughs> grow. Doesn't a very like good him. Point, yeah. Doesn't like him. That Honch, Honchest of all grows. My word. Nightmare. nightmares. Yeah, a
0: bit of a bit of a fight. Um, question today. Out of all of the evil teams mm. of the Pokemon universe which ones do Chuck and Felix hate the least uh, hate the most excluding Team Nightmare
2: It's a good question
0: Oh, well Chuck would definitely say Team Rocket
1: because A it's one of the only ones he's really heard of but B they didn't really have much of an in-depth goal the goal was just oh we're going to be evil and we're going like, to have power Whereas at least like yeah. Archie and whatever the guy from Ruby and Sapphire wanted to like make the whole world water or make the whole world land and Team um, yeah, Plasma had I, something else. I agree
0: actually. When when you think about it Team Rocket were just they were just troublemakers. Yeah. yeah. There was nothing to it. As every other like evil organisation has a goal. Is it
1: Team Plasma from Black and White? They yeah. were probably the more in-depth one.
2: They were the ones they were trying to basically steal pokemon weren't they because they didn't believe that pokemon should be controlled yeah. by humans but then they were using pokemon themselves yeah, it
1: kind of made no sense no there you go there's my answer so- cyrus's was um what were they after in particular cyrus were trying to re he was basically trying to reset the whole universe because the universe was bad essentially that's why he wanted yeah, you know retirement, retirement and space. And space yeah, yeah
2: I, mem- I remember yeah there's like one of the lines it's like i remember him saying like, I find this state of things to be deplorable or something
1: like yeah. that. And he actually comes back in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon as a member of Team Rainbow Rocket. He's like, See. comes from an alternative dimension where um, he succeeded. And he's just like, oh, your universe <laughs> is horrible, basically.
2: Interesting. Wow.
1: Knowledge.
0: Knowledge. So I, remember, I never I never played Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, so. That's
1: I didn't either, time. I was just looking up Team Plasma. So.
0: Yeah, I, but... I, playing Sun and Moon once was enough for me. <laughs> Yeah, I tried to replay it, but it's just not. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon were the was the first Pokemon games I just went, oh, I'm alright, actually. Yeah, I think the same. I don't actually. think
1: I played Black and White 2, actually, which is a lot of people's favorite. See, Black and White 2 is really good. Yeah, I might, go, I might play yeah,
0: it. I, I enjoy Black and White 2.
1: I played it
2: not too long ago. Really good. I'll go get it's it. It's the last one of the, like, the 2D kind of sprites as well. Mm.
0: Black and white Two was great because you could catch a Ryolu like on Route 1. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you, you like on, like the maybe. You, could get, you could get Ryolu and Mareep really quickly on those.
0: Same with um what X and Y. X and Y, I was annoyed because I caught a Ryolu really early, got a Lucario, and then you get given a Lucario. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, oh for God's sake. Anyway, right. Distraction. Okay. So, last episode. Big. Was We had huge fight. the longest and hardest fight that we've <sighs> ever had on the show. We've battled a Regirock before. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't a single Pokemon that missed an attack.
1: Did Sneasel miss a quick attack? It did miss a quick attack.
0: There was almost not almost, a single yeah. Pokemon that missed <laughs> an attack. Edmund get, got knocked out by a new team nightmare member called Elizabeth at the end of the episode before and we started the last episode with Elizabeth just attacking you with her Honchkrow and her Miss Magius. You had a very long painful fight (laughs) however she was stopped dead in her tracks by an Alakazam and Minato who had teleported in to try and rescue you. He then teleported you out and you appeared in Cora's flat above the Snowpine gym where Minato proceeded to tell you that he had a vision with of us two people oh. at the bottom of an ice castle that needed sort of saving um, and that his dad was Master Lee pretty much
1: wait what? I completely
0: missed that oh the yeah the monk sorry yeah yeah him. yeah, yeah. But he left the temple when he was a kid, because uh, he fell out over an Abra. Uh, he then proceeded to tell you that Cora had a secret, but Cora was more reluctant to share hers with you, and instead of telling you, she said that you need to earn it by battling her in a gym fight. So you went off, you got your Pokemon healed, and we're gonna start this episode the morning after. Wonderful.
2: Where are we then? Are we at the Pokemon... We stay at the
0: Pokemon Centre or... I'm going to say you stayed at the Pokemon Centre. Okay. So, as stated a few episodes ago, the Snow Pine Gym is located at the very back of the city with a long row of steps leading up towards it. At the top of the steps into an icy rock face that towers over the entire city is the front of an intricately decorated building with six 20 foot ice pillars separating four Pokemon statues of the same size carved into the rock and these statues are of your generic Pokemon statues that you find in the gyms with the blokes yeah. who are like yeah.
2: yo yo champs in the making
0: <laughs> you walk up the steep steps that lead to the gym and as you reach the top, you can't help but stand there for a minute and take in the architecture that has been carved into the rock face.
1: Do I have time to bond? <laughs>
0: oh, fine. Overnight, while you're at the Pokémon Centre, you get to bond with one of your Pokémon. So which ones did you pick? Uh, Boomer. Boomer for Chuck, because I think just after a gruelling fight, needed
1: a bit of comfort. And yeah, Maximus for Felix,
2: just because of... Essentially, he's been hatched and then just thrown into the midst of some pretty big battles um, and just done
0: amazingly well. Taking it in his stride. Absolutely. So you take a deep breath and you head inside the familiar-looking foyer and greeted by another familiar sight sitting behind a desk, this time wearing a light blue top. Yo, champs in the making, welcome to Snowpine City Gym. eh. You can register here to fight Korra, our gym leader. She's waiting inside, is stoked to get started. Are you up for the challenge? Bet your bloody ass I am. Felix, Felix says, is there anything you can tell
2: us about the gym challenge?
0: Well, the rules are pretty simple. Each of you will face Korra in a singles battle. You can select three Pokemon, so you better choose your Pokemon wisely. Standard gym rules apply, no healing items to be used, but other held items are accepted. Just head through the doors over there, and whoever wants to fight first, step into the ring, and if you're waiting, you can take a seat in the stands. And what sort of type does she tend to favour? Well, I shouldn't really tell you, so maybe you could give me a persuasion Uh, roll. Ah, go on,
1: you know you want it. (laughs) Uh, You know
0: you want her for a 14. So, Cora likes to use Ice-type Pokemon mainly, but uh, she does like to mix it up sometimes.
2: Okay, Felix nods and says, "Thanks. I guess we'll uh, we'll get prepared." So, yeah, Felix starts to check and says, "I guess tradition dictates, buddy. Rock, paper, scissors." All right,
1: let's do it. Ready? Yeah. One, One two, two, three. Three. Show. Paper covers rock. What do you What do you want to do?
2: Felix is feeling semi-confident after recent events. He goes, you know
0: what, I'm ready for this. I'll go in first. Good luck. You got this. You got this. So the doors you were standing in front of open and a chill hits you both as you step into the arena. You see an icy battlefield surrounded by almost like a moat of water. And on the other side is Cora. She looks at you and smiles and she says, normally this is where I would tell my challengers that the gym badge is the next step in their journey to the championship. And although that might be true for you guys, this battle is worth so much more. I told you I wanted you to prove yourself to me. This is your opportunity.
2: Felix nods and goes, I understand, I'm ready. I'm really nervous about this one. I'm really nervous about this
0: one. Uh, Chuck, as you're walking towards the stands, you see Minato sat about mid-row, yeah. mid midway up, and he's just sat there. He's, like, biting his nails. Is it an empty stadium other than...? Empty stadium.
2: Oh, OK. Oh, okay. OK, yeah. Chuck's out. Come ins- on, you enough. got this. I feel like I need my Ash hat. Let's roll initiative. That's
0: a seven for me. Cora reaches for her belt and she smiles and throws a Pokeball. And out pops a circular Pokemon uh, with two big black horns. And your Pokedex pings Glalie. Glalie, an ice Pokemon that prevents prey from escaping by instantaneously freezing moisture in
1: the air. Okay. thought that would be one. I wish I had that. (laughs) Okay,
2: okay. That means I don't get one. (laughs) Felix sees this, nods his head and goes, it's time to entertain. Come on out, Maximus.
0: Right, Glalie, let's get this off to a good start. Let's use Headbutt. 13 hits, 25 damage.
2: Whoa! A Headbutt? God, I'm losing this fight. That's just, yeah, just gonna be a joke. Okay, Felix sees this. Oh, ah, oh, headbutt is a melee move. I'm gonna roll a D10. Nothing happens. Seeing Maximus kind of take this headbutt, which I mean, Glalie is just all head as well, isn't it? So it's just yeah. <laughs> it's just been crashed by this ball of ice. He shouts to Magby to put some distance between himself and the Glalie. And we're gonna let loose with a Flame Burst, which is one of Magby's new moves. So, it says choose a point in range. Any creature within five feet of that point must make a dex save against your move DC. So, I need you to make a dex save, please. 15. But you save. So, you only take half. This should be good. Which is gonna be doubled. oh 10, it's 14. So, it's 14 damage, so halved to 7, so 14. So yeah, Magby sort of skates away, and as he's doing so, just spits up a, a bigger fireball than the Ember, that sort of, rather than hitting and exploding underneath the Glalie, just sort of catches it and chars one side. So it does a, a decent chunk, but still
0: got some work to do. Um Cora just sort of smiles and says, ah, a fire type. Well, at least this is going to be interesting. Glalie, let's go for an ice fang. it's a dirty 20 to hit yeah that hits 14 ice damage
2: so half to seven yeah cool and i'm gonna roll a d10 nothing
0: happens uh so the glalie just sort of like goes over and just takes a big bite its jaw just turning an icy white as it does it and it just clamps down on magby okay
2: seeing this felix shouts to maximus you're gonna take that hit it with a faint attack show him what you've got I'm going to go for a faint attack, which I get to roll at advantage, which is good because I nat one on one of those. <laughs> uh, 18 to hit. That hits. Perfect. Nine, dark damage. He's still kind of semi clamped on this Lely, so sort of like you know when you're in sort of boxing and they're sort of in a clinch. Yeah. Like Magby's just doing that, just sort of like with an overhand
0: punch, just trying to get him off. Cora is starting to warm up a bit. Starting to move around in their box. Glalie, come on, let's get it again. Use Ice Fang. 25 for only a natural of 18. That hits. So he's not frozen. Uh, not, not flinched, sorry. 18 ice damage. Half the nine. Glalie, part dark as well or not? No, it's just pure ice. No, it's just pure ice. So Glalie again just sort of clamps down on Magby with another icy bite.
2: Okay, Felix sees this and despite knowing the the type disadvantage, Magby's suffering a bit here, needs to get some distance in between them. So, knowing that it might be a bit of a risk, Felix shouts for Magby to put 25 feet between him and Iglele. So, Iglele's going to get
0: an attack of opportunity and he's going to go for another ice fang. Yeah. Uh, that's
2: only a 10. Oh, he misses. Perfect. Nice. That's a big risk. Yeah, so Magby manages to escape his claws and run away and puts 25 feet in between the two and felix shouts for magby to let loose with an ember so i'm going to go for an ember which is a 19 to hit that hits wonderful and that does 12 fire damage double to 24 that was 24 okay as Magby's running away, he's sort of sucking in some air and he sort of finishes 25 feet away and spins and just shoots a hot piece of giant coal towards the Glalie and hits
0: it just underneath the chin. Glalie takes it and just sort of like drops a few inches, sort of like wincing. Cora's like, come on Glalie, just get it back, frost breath. Oh. Okay. We can do the long range too. 14. Damn. Yeah, that hits. Oh shit. 24 ice.
2: 24 ice damage. Yeah. After 12. After 12. Maximus goes down. Oh no. Shit. Sick. I'm not getting past one Pokemon in this gym, I don't think.
0: Cora says, I thought you were going to try and prove yourself. You're going to have to try harder <laughs> than that.
2: Felix, his head sinks. He just holds out his Pokeball and returns Maximus, looks at it and goes, so sorry, buddy. I should have done so much better for you, and reholsters him. And Felix grabs a ball off his belt and says, show me some of that power you showed me in the Edmund fight. Brick, get out there. And out comes Sneasel, who is called Brick, Okay. because he likes to punch things as well. <laughs> so Brick hits the ground. He is ready to go. He sees this big floating ball in front of him. And Felix says, let's show Cora what we're really made of. Get in there. Metal claw on that Glalie. Which is a 16 to hit. Yep. Oh, yes. It does nine steel damage. So I'm guessing that's double to 18. That is double to 18. Nice. Good hit, Brick. And he's not quite in the Naruto sprint level yet, but he runs over to the Glalie, jumps in the air, and you see his claws glow a sort of shiny silver as he scratches into the face of this Glalie. And I'm going to follow up with a quick attack. We'll go, yeah, we'll go for a, a one-two. So as he lands after laying that, he's going to go in with a bit of an elbow to try and get in as a quick attack. 16 again to hit. Yeah. Oh, he does six damage on that as well. Just normal damage.
0: Glalie winces and so does Cora. She's like, "Oh, okay. All right. Maybe I uh maybe I jumped the gun a little there. Well, Glalie, ice fang. And that is a 22.
2: Yeah. Just for warning, anytime you say 20, you're going to hit us. <laughs> Probably
0: going to hit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I was trying to figure out if it was um, if it flinched or not, but it... <sighs> Yeah, so Glalie just sort of responds to the elbow. Uh, with another snapping bite attack Felix says don't take that hit it again metal claw
2: and that is a, 16, a 21 to hit Hits seven steel damage double to 14 was 14 and Felix sees this hit and goes yes that's it you know what to do hit it again quick attack and that is a 16 to hit I'm rolling a lot of tens that is a hit Follows it up just for two extra damage. Similar to a young Rowdy in his Raiolu form with the sort of one-two combos of swipes and hits. And I gave Sneasel leftovers before the fight. So he gets HP back, equivalent to efficiency.
0: Cora says, don't take that line down. Headbutt. Ooh. 17. Hits. 15. Normal. Ooh. Headbutt's nasty. Uh, So Glalie just sort of like floats back a bit and then just goes straight back forwards, clashing into Sneasel and just headbutting it squarely in the face.
2: Felix sees Sneasel, as he has done before, spit a little bit of blood after taking this headbutt and goes, don't take that, come on, let's get this finished. Metal claw again. That's a 21 to hit. Hits. That's a bit better. 10 steel damage, double to 20. Tell me how you knock it out. Yes. Good. So, yeah, Sneasel kind of seems to be a bit of a masochist and like he's getting beaten up. So, taking this sort of headbutt just spurs him on even more. And you see his claws shine very bright as he sort of, rather than slashing, just full on Haymaker straight to the face and sends this Glally flying back into the floor.
0: Cora is smiling and she says, That's more like it. Let's see how you cope against this one. Lapras, go.
1: I fucking knew there was going to be a Lapras. Me too. I was That was the one that I'm really worried about. I still might get it.
2: Oh, they're so chunky as well.
0: Lapras, a water ice Pokemon. It loves crossing, crossing the seas. sea with people and Pokemon on its back. It understands human speech. So, Lapras is in the water.
2: <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> this is what I was really worried about.
0: Now... What I'm going to say is that Lapras can go on the ice and in order for it to do a melee attack, it is going to have to move onto the ice. It can only do ranged attacks from the water. Right. You can only also hit it with range attacks while it's in the water, unless you're also a water Pokemon in the water, which you won't be.
2: Okay. That doesn't help me at all.
0: So, Lapras is in the water. Yeah. And it is going to use Water Pulse. I'm, I'm losing
1: this battle. He's crit. Not one. Nothing
0: happened. Yes.
1: Yes. You're getting some uh, good if, rolls if, though. If
0: anything, actually what happens is sort of builds up this like almost ball of water in front of its mouth to fire off and it just explodes in the Lapras's face and the Lapras is going to do four damage to itself. <laughs> which is half to two
2: <laughs> okay so how got far it. away is this Lapras then from me at the moment
0: so the Lapras is between Korra and the battlefield in the centre yep and Sneasel is the side of the battlefield closer to Korra so I've said that the battlefield is uh, 80 foot by 40 foot so it's oh it's pretty big it's a big old thing. Yeah, so but I'd say because you're in the middle, it's probably only about thirty foot away. Okay. You've got twenty yeah, twenty foot to the end and then it's like ten foot of water. Okay. So I'd say you've only max thirty feet away from you.
2: I'm gonna ask something now. Can I get Sneasel to run and jump on the back of the Lapra?
0: Uh you can give it a go with a good dex roll. Lapras surf. If you succeed I'm gonna say the Lapras is gonna to have to roll to get you to get off it. Okay.
2: There's not a saving throw. It's just a just a dex check
0: dex, essentially. Dex. dex
2: right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm gonna to have to go for it. 15.
0: Yeah. Go for it with a 15. Yeah. Yes.
2: Nice. Awesome. So yeah. This is Felix kind of assesses the scene, sees this quite majestic creature floating around, but knowing that Felix has got something to prove to Korra, he shouts to Brick and goes, "Get up some speed." Jump on the back of that Lapras and hit it with a metal claw. So that is a 21 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Oh, nice. 13 steel damage. It takes 13. So, why is it not? Oh, I thought it was going to be super effective. Um, and yeah, we'll just let's let's just follow that up with a. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know how a quick attack would look. He, I guess he sort of as he comes down with the metal claw, he just scrapes the sort of down the neck of the Lapras, and then as it fully plants, it's feet on the back of its shell it just sort of punches down into or tries to punch down into the back of it gets a 17 to hit yeah and does three damage and then gets an extra three hp back
0: i'm gonna say that at the start of Laps's turn weavile has to make a dex save against Laps's move dc to see if it falls off or not
2: okay yeah it's fine dex save yeah
0: yeah 21 okay stays on that's it so Lapras is gonna go for a frost breath with disadvantage because it's having to turn one, you're in melee range, and two, it's having to turn its neck to sort of hit you with it. Yeah, sixteen. Oh,
1: yeah, that hits. Okay, gonna have crazy mods.
0: Yeah, true. But it only does it does fifteen ice damage. So that's half to seven. Okay, cool. Sneasel so takes it
2: to the face, sort of the the tip of his pink plumage. He gets a little bit frosted from this breath. Felix says you're in a good position here buddy. Let's hit it with a faint attack. Oh that is good. I'm glad the faint attack. You get to roll with advantage. Uh, so that's a 21 to hit. Hits. Oh. That does 18 dark damage. Oh it takes the 18. That's a big hit though. Again he's, he's in prime place. He's kind of starting to use the, the little sort of horn on the back of Lapras' head as a bit of a speed bag. Yeah. Of punch and punch and punch to wear it down <laughs> and a quick attack, as like I say, with the using it as a speed bag, sort of hitting it with one hand and then it goes for a quick attack uppercut with the other. Uh, let's see, an 11 a 17 to hit, it's and just a further two damage, okay. and then gets three HP
0: back at the end of his turn as well. I'm rolling really mediocrely, but I've got some decent attack bonuses here. Yeah, mm. Cora shouts, just shake it off, shake it off, and Lapras gives it a good shake to make another dex saving throw. 17. Yep. Okay. Yes. He's, he's a dexterous boy. Lapras is going to go for another frost breath. Oh, that's nine. Oh, <laughs> no, it's not. It's an eight with disadvantage. <laughs> no, um, that doesn't hit. Does not hit. Yeah.
2: Sneasel manages to duck out of the way just underneath his head. While it's turned, we're going to go for another feint attack. Oh, 17. That's 22 to hit on that one. 22 hits. 12 damage and again we'll follow it up with a quick attack uh no that's a nine to hit on that one no so he's a bit too cocky with his speedball technique and uh completely misses with a quick attack
0: okay roll another deck save
2: can he hang on natural 19 plus 625 Yep. come on come on feeling a bit more confident now until he brings out a fucking reggie Ice is his
1: final. What, what was the gym leader that did have a Reggie Ice? Was it Battle Frontier?
2: I think it was one of the Frontier brains, Battle, brains, wasn't Battle it? Battle
0: Frontier. Yeah. It
2: was, it was. Who was the? It was Tobias, wasn't it? In That's the Sinnoh League that had the Dark Cry and the Latias. That was ridiculous. It was a joke. So you had the Ash
0: versus Paul fight, which was insane.
1: Yeah. And then just like, oh, but he loses because Dark Cry. Right?
0: Okay, we're going to go for a Water Pulse this time. Ooh. Again with disadvantage. It's Twelve. Misses. Okay
2: Oh, I'm glad this this worked.
0: Roll of the dice. Yeah, Lapras just fires off another water pulse, but just cannot seem to get its head round to hit you, and it just cannot shake you off. Felix shouts out to Brick,
2: Awesome job, buddy. If it ain't
0: broke, don't fix it.
2: Keep going with those faint attacks. Oh, no. That's a 10 to hit. No. Yeah, Sneasel a little bit too overconfident now. He just completely whiffs on one of his punches and loses his balance a bit. Felix goes, No, come on, focus up. Quick attack. Let's get back on track. And that's a <laughs> two. I so know that's not going to hit either. That will not hit either. Right. Damn Deck save. I've got a feel. I've got a horrible feeling.
1: Oh no.
0: That one. <laughs> oh no. Fuck. So Sneasel falls off the Lapras, falling into the water. Like Buckaroo. And now it's in the water. Lapras is going to use Body Slam. Oh shit! Just going to drown it. Fifteen.
2: Oh hits.
0: <sighs> Come on. Sixteen damage. Normal.
2: Okay, fine. So what yeah, what happens in this kind of scenario now then with Sneasel so in the
0: water? I'm gonna say in order to get out of the water it's gonna be like the same as getting off from prone, so half of your speed is gonna be used on getting out. Okay. You have half your speed left. So if you want to then try and jump on Lapras again, you're going to have to do it from standing with disadvantage.
2: Ooh. Okay, Felix says to Brick, get out of there. Get back on solid land. So I'm going to get him out of the water. Uh, Lapras is going to go
0: for an attack of opportunity. Oh, shit, yeah. That's uh, going to go for another body slam. Shit. Uh, it's going to hit with a 19. It sure is. Nine damage. <sighs>
2: okay. Okay, hanging on in there. So sort of the, the force of the body slam pushes Sneasel a little bit closer to the side uh, and he manages to get back on to the main area of the gym. Felix takes a beat, realises he's going to have to go for it. Uh, at this point, can I do a perception check actually to see how the Lapras is looking? You can try. So 19.
0: Uh, with a 19, you can see that the Lapras is looking pretty bruised. Looking about half as good as it did when you started the <laughs> fight. Only half. Fuck
2: Okay, with that in mind, I think we're just gonna have to go for it then. Felix steadies himself and goes, go for it again, try and get on its back. So you're going against the
0: Lapus's move DC. So I've got a I'm at disadvantage as well. You, you basically said. need to get a fifteen with disadvantage. Or you're gonna end up in the water again.
2: But well, I got a fifteen. I also got a
0: three. Oh, no. So you land in the water. Now, in the water, you can still, I'll let you do an attack. Right. But you're in the water, so yeah. you can now get attacked.
2: Okay. Felix, <laughs> Felix sees brick. You've effectively
0: just, just gone, like, plonk in front of it rather than on its back.
2: Yeah. Okay. Felix says, doesn't matter bud, while you're there, hit it with a faint attack. And that's a natural 20. Well, that hits. Fucking hell. Right, come on. I need a, uh, Sneezer's going down soon, so I need a hit. 22 dark damage. Woof. Can I follow, can I still do a quick attack
0: as well? Or is that, it is a bonus uh, yeah, action. Yeah, yeah, no, you can do a quick attack. You're in the water right next to it, you're attacking yeah. it. Okay. You've used up all of your moves, so you are stuck in front of it now. That's fine. 18 to hit. Hits. Six damage, nice. Cora sort of smiles and she's just like, nice try, but you've put yourself right where I want you. Body slam, 14. Misses. Oh, it's a high AC. So Lapras sort of jumps out the water like a whale would and comes down trying to hit Sneasel, but it just falls short and Sneasel just gets splashed in the face rather than like takes a body hit. Wonderful,
2: perfect. Felix is still holding on to hope. This is a tough battle. And while whilst he's still fairly desperate, thinks a couple more hits and we, we might be okay. Can I attempt to get back on board the SS
0: Lapras? Yeah, same, same. It's heart You're gonna to have to use half your move, and then it's you'll be doing it from disadvantage. Okay, that's fine. Oh, shit! I don't. I've just dropped
2: the dice. That was a 16. Can I have that? Well, one of
0: them was a 16. The other one was a three again. Not again. So, fail was that. So you land in the water. You can still attack. It's like a child jumping into the pool. At <laughs>
2: Cannonball. Felix goes, oh, do you know what? Just hit it. Let's get this finished off. Come on. Metal claw this time. Try and get a bit more grip into the flesh of the Lapras with a 17 plus 5. 22 to hit. Hit. And uh, it does 11 steel damage. And we're going to follow up with a quick attack because why not? That's a 10 plus 16 to hit. Hit. Oh, yes. And does 3 damage. And I
0: get 3 HP back. Cora is just... Come on, Lapras. It's right there in front of you. Get it with a body slam. We're not giving them an easy time. And again, the Lapras just jumps out of the water and just falls short of the Sneasel and Brick is still safe. <sighs> better have this same same energy when you fight me. <laughs> I rolled a two.
2: Fantastic. Felix goes, come on, buddy. We've got to take advantage of this. One more time. Try and get on its back. That is a six and a 13. So we failed to do that. Seeing Sneasel fail to get he's on.
0: Get, he's just getting out the water he's and jumping so back lucky. in. He
2: just, <laughs> he's just having a great time. He's not bothered about the battle. He's just like at a beach in the summer. I i to go, do you know what? Forget it. Metal Claw again. 16 to hit. Hits. I'm rolling so many tens. Ooh, eleven. Thirteen steel damage. Yep. And we're gonna follow it up with a quick attack. This is ridiculous. 14, not dirty 20. Hit. Oh my god, five damage.
0: How do you knock it out? <laughs> oh my god, that is insane.
1: This
2: Sneasel,
1: oh this combo. Got so yeah, some jammy jam there.
2: I've, I'm I'm running out of PP though for a lot of like. Well, I've got some left. But At least you got a Pokemon left as well. <laughs> yeah, true. Sneasel sort of like you say like a like a kid at pool in the summertime is just sort of climbing out jumping back on climbing out jumping back on but managing to get some good sort of scrapes in along the way and the last time as he dives in whilst he misses the back of the lapras manages to slash with his left hand on one side and as the sort of lapras winces and turns away and turns its head Sneasel comes in with the other slash with his right hand just before he hits the water scratches it straight across the face and just takes it
0: out the lapras its head just falls to the water, and it lies still, its eyes spinning, and Cora withdraws it and says, I mean normally I'd say you did well, but you did miss some very easy shots in that and <laughs> you probably could have finished it a couple of turns early. <laughs> but then she looks at you and she says, well, you got me down to my last Pokemon. I didn't think this was going to happen, but I can assure you this is going to be very interesting. Weavile, go. Oh, oh no. no. And your Pokédex pings Weavile as Sneasel stares into the eyes of its evolved form. Weavile, a dark ice Pokémon. They travel in groups of four or five, leaving signs for one another on trees and rocks. They bring down their prey with coordinated attacks. This,
2: this is, is cool. Ash Ash versus Lieutenant Surge vibes. Yeah. Oh, okay, Felix sort of takes a big breath in. Knows this is going to be tough and just goes, brick. let's give it our best.
0: Weavile hits it with a metal claw. So Weavile's just skimming along the ice towards Sneasel and just massive slash goes for Sneasel. But Sneasel just ducks and weaves and just dodges the slash completely. Perfect. But then Cora says, that's fine. It's just a warm-up game with a quick attack. Uh, That's more like it. That's a 24. Yeah, that'll hit. And it's going to do four damage.
2: Okay. So we're back on the the platform at this point.
0: I'm going to say, yeah, while Weavile came out, Sneasel got out of the ice. Got onto the ice Well, onto the battlefield. Cool.
2: There's a a sort of wry smile forms across Felix's face, and he knows this is going to be a tough battle. But he has confidence in Brick, and he goes, copy that Weavile, go in with a Metal Claw. It's an 11... 15 to hit. Does not hit. Didn't think so. Ooh. We'll go in with a quick attack to follow up. That's 20 to hit. 30, 20. Hits. 3 damage. Okay. Sneasel is, is confident, but he's also a little worried, having to face what is essentially like a big brother, knowing that he's going to be a bit quicker, a bit stronger, a bit smarter, but he's going to give it his all.
0: Cora says, let's try and slow it down a bit. Frost breath for a 19 that will hit 13 ice damage so that's halved to six and then Cora shouts for it to back it up with a quick attack and with a nine Sneasel sort of takes a step back and just accidentally dodges the follow-up quick attack as Weavile pounces towards it and just goes straight past it okay so yeah this this
2: Weavile and this Sneasel obviously it's taken a bit of a longer time for us to describe it but it's quite a fast flurry of just slashes and kicks and punches going in. So Sneezer's gonna go in for a Metal Claw and with a 15, dirty 20 to hit. Oh, there's 10 steel damage. Which is doubled to 20. And it's gonna be followed up with a quick attack, of course, but that's gonna miss with a 10. That does miss. And we're gonna get a little bit back there yeah like you say it's just it's just like a it's like a featherweight boxing match almost that's going on just two quite thin spindly creatures just going blow for
0: blow cora shouts we let's try something different this time use quick attack eight is 24 yeah that'll hit six damage that'll do some damage and then she says follow that quick attack up with an assurance oh interesting okay so assurance when you strike an opponent where it already hurts make a melee attack against an opponent dealing dark damage on a hit if the target has already taken damage in the same round double the damage dice oh you bastard that's a good that's a good combo 21 damage so that would be 21 dark damage
2: it won't be hard so Sneasel after fighting so valiantly for so long goes
0: down ooh Tora shouts, don't be disheartened, but make your last choice count. Okay. I've got a decision to make here. I don't remember what you've got
1: left. Inky and Pratchett? Yeah. Oh, fuck.
2: Oh, God. Before I choose, can I do a perception check on the Weevil? Uh Yeah. Ugh,
0: seven plus it, it's a nine. It's hurt, but it's still got plenty of fight left in it.
2: Okay. Felix grabs a Pokeball from his belt. Looks at the ball and goes, I need you to get me out of another hole here. Pratchett, come on out. Out. Pops. A Pratchett. Yeah. A Pratchett. <laughs> Pr- a Pratchett. 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 <laughs> Pratchett. The Grottle Pokemon. <laughs> okay. was out on the battle. He sort of surveys the scene, looks at the water, looks at the ice, looks at the weevil. isn't necessarily too happy about the, sur- the surroundings, but looks over his shoulder, as he tends to do. Gives Felix a little sassy tail wig. And he's ready. Felix goes, let's end this energy ball. That is a 16, 22 to hit. Hits. And that does, ooh, 20 grass damage. okay. Oh, yeah. So yeah, sense, sense in it? the occasion. Should it? What? Yeah, it takes. takes
0: 20. But does not resist I've,
2: I've it? doesn't no. resist grass. It's crazy. Right. Big hit. Big ball. Big energy. Smacks the Weavile straight it's in the midriff. That big grottle energy.
0: <laughs> grottle means business. So Cora's sort of wincing as well as its Weavile. The Weavile is kneeling... With one set of claws behind it and one sort of like just propping it up and it is breathing heavily. But Cora says, Come on, Weevil. We can do this. Hit it with a frost breath. Yeah, I knew that was coming. 14 plus, eight, that's like a 26.
2: I was hoping you were going to say 14 then. Yeah. Hits. This is going to be painful. 38 after being doubled. I was going to say, Fuck me. This is okay. 19 damage. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Okay. Felix immediately regrets his decision. He goes, Pratchett, I need you here, buddy, more than I've ever needed you. Hit him with a big, big energy ball. I'm so glad you gave us this TM as well, by the way, early on. That is an 18 to hit. That hits, yes, good, 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 Come on, dice, come on. Uh, that's 15 brass damage. Okay.
0: Oh, this is gonna be close. Pora sees the hit, says, right, Let's go for it again. Use Frost Breath, but with a 10, it misses.
1: Yes! Wow, your rolls have been shit, this fight.
2: Oh, yes. Grottle's got his footing now on this slick surface and manages to push himself sideways away from the incoming Frost Breath.
0: So, the Weaver's also going to use Quick Attack without even being told, but it just sort of can't get its grip on the floor. It just sort of falls over and (laughs) slips. Um... And it's Damn. prone. It's Prone. Yeah, it's prone. That was a that was a nat one and a half, wasn't it? <laughs> what <laughs> timing?
2: So if it's prone, it's because... got
0: disadvantage on saving throws against strength and dex.
2: Okay. If he's prone, did that mean he's got into melee range? He's on he's the going floor. In for the so far, I mean would... he was
0: anyway because he was quick attacking. into his melee range. Yeah, but if. Because he's gone prone, oh. if I try and move,
2: put some distance between them so I can get into range attack range, do I take an attack of opportunity?
0: Weevar would go for an attack of opportunity at disadvantage. And then, would I then have advantage or would it just be normal? So, an attack roll against the creature has advantage if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. Otherwise, normal. the attack roll has disadvantage.
1: Oh, yeah, because it's like, on the floor prone. Because like, it's on okay. the floor.
0: So, if you move away and yeah. do an attack roll, you'll have disadvantage this is backwards but if you get in yeah. close and then go for a range, a range attack, attack you have neither advantage nor disadvantage okay
2: fine i shall stay put then <laughs> seeing this weaver skid over in front of pratchett even before i sort of give the order you can see the bushes on his back started to glow a bit and felix goes that's it buddy punish it <laughs> <you for them. laughs>
0: punish him
2: uh, that is a natural 18 for 6. a so 24 to hit. Hits. 16. Grass damage. Takes the 16.
0: Oh.
2: Oh. I thought that was it. God damn.
0: This is tight. So, Cora just shouts, Weavile, get to your feet and use quick attack. So the Weavile stands up mm-hmm. and uses quick attack. Mm-hmm. 17. Hits one damage, and then she says, "Now use Assurance." Thirteen misses. <sighs> so after a quick attack, like sort of bonking, <laughs> just bonking Grottle on the head, it then goes back for another hit. But Grottle's just seeing it coming, just like ducks out the way, and it uh, instead of hitting it in the face, it just sort of like bristles through one of its bushes on its back.
2: Can I do? Hopefully. One last perception. Oh, another bloody perception. The I, I need. I need. I need to know
0: what I need to do on this next roll. Uh, it's an eighteen. Uh, the Weevil does not look good. It is panting. It is on one knee. Some would say, strug.
2: Okay. Knowing that if we run away from this fight, the Weevil is going to get a hit in. Uh, I think Felix is going to roll the dice a bit here. Uh-huh, roll the dice. Get it. He looks at Pratchett and goes, Razorleaf, do it from there. So I'm gonna roll, but I'm gonna have to roll at disadvantage. 13 and a 10. So 16 to hit. Hits. Yes. God, I hate rolling at disadvantage.
1: <sighs>
2: 10. Damage. Tell me how you knock it out. Yes. yes. Oh my God, I hate these gym battles. Why are they always so tense? Grottle just sort of starts to... Like a very quick version of when you see a plant grow. Two big leaves just come out of his bush. <laughs> out of the bushes <laughs> on his back. And just ping and hit sort of the feet of the Weevil, sort of making it do like a 180 flip, and then just hit face
1: first into the ice. Chuck's whooping from the stands.
0: Cora smiles and withdraws weevile and says... Fair enough, fair enough, Felix. Well done. Felix
2: sinks to his knees, exhausted again. Grottle sort of bounds over and gives him a nuzzle, and he says, I could not have done that without you, buddy. Gets to his feet, turns to Cora, and says, thank you.
0: Uh, Minato is whooping from the stands, and he's just like, I knew you could do it. I knew you could do it. And then he looks at Chuck, and he's like, come on, buddy. Show her what you got. Joe says, "I will. Don't worry. <sighs> I'm not, not quite as
2: confident, but Peacock. I've not. Oh, I think you've got a better chance with the Pokemon you have. With one in particular, I think you've got a better chance. Yeah, but I feel like this has
1: obviously been planned for. So, if I if I faced the team that you faced, I would feel absolutely fine. But I'm not. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Are you two
0: going to say anything to each other as you pass?
1: Got so high five, Celix. Um,
2: Felix high fives him back, obviously.
1: Yeah, and says, "That's a nice, uh, that's a nice little warm up act for you, uh, for me there." Now show what we really about. Felix laughs, and as he walks past,
2: gives him a pat on the bum, <laughs> and says, "Go get him, go get him, Tiger.
0: Go get him, Tiger. Right, so I'm shitting my pants. Okay, Cora." looks over and she says well i said you had to prove yourself to me and felix did so i guess the rest is on you
1: chuck says boy we're just getting started
0: right roll initiative 19 you're up first great i'm gonna roll a dice to see which pokemon she sends out i have to go in
1: blind because i got a high roll
0: no i'll send it out first uh, the first Pokemon Cora sends out as she throws her Pokeball through the air and it opens on the ice and a light blue Pokemon on four legs with a nice little fringe pops out. See, Leo? And your Pokedex pings Glaceon. Oh, okay. okay.
2: Glaceon, an
0: ice Pokemon. As a protective technique, it can completely freeze its fur to make its
1: hairs stand like needles. Chuck nods at Cora and says, I like it, Glaceon. Always been a fan. And then um, grabs a Pokeball from his belt and says, you've been with me from the start. Let's do this. Boomer, let's go. As Boomer comes out, you notice she's wearing the Soothe belt. So because that puts her loyalty to plus two, she's got an extra five HP. Very nice. Boomer, let's kick things off. Ember, a roll of 15. The 21 to hit.
0: Hits. 16 fire damage. Uh, cool. Takes it, doubles to 32. Nice. You can start. Chuck says, yes, that's it. Let's go, Boomer. Korra's sort of laughs. She's like, well, it's not the first time we've taken on fire Pokemon.
1: Chuck says, I'm sure it's not, but you haven't seen one like this.
0: Cora shouts, right, run in there. Get it with a bite. Uh, that is a 27. <laughs> well yeah <laughs> 27
1: this is where I'm not going to get anything less than 20s am I uh, just... 19
0: dark damage okay that takes out the temporary HP uh, and then Cora shouts for it to follow up with an ice shard 19
1: <laughs> yep okay, here we go <laughs> shouldn't do much damage though 6 half ice Six ice stamps. Six, so I half to three, so. Yep. 51. Cool. Um, Chuck says, just meld that away. Dragon Rage. So make, a, <laughs> make me a dex save. Should be pretty dexterous. A dex save? Yeah. Ooh, 13. Fails. You needed a 14, nice. my friend.
0: Fuck me. So.
1: glacier has got plus nine dex <laughs> <save. laughs>
0: 19 dragon damage 19 damage Ouch Uh, Glaceon sort of just Stood there Like taking this Purple flame And just sort of like Wincing But struggling against it Moving slowly backwards Through the force Cora shouts Come on Let's get it with another bite attack Chris I'm so sorry It's a nat 20 Alright,
1: roll it up (laughs) I knew this would happen I knew when you were rolling like threes and twos against
0: Jack it was a matter of time Uh, 16 dark damage Okay, but you also flinch Uh, remind me what that does disadvantage on any attack roll skill check or saving throw it makes before the end of its next turn Uh, if it activates a move that requires a saving throw during that time the target has advantage on the roll so if you use dragon rage I get advantage on the save. Okay. Perception um, check on the glacion, please. Um, let me finish my turn, please. Oh yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Right you are. Uh, and then we're gonna go for another Ice Shard, obviously at disadvantage. Ooh, two nines, plus nine, 18. Uh-huh. It's gonna do five Ice damage. All right,
1: half to two. Okay, yeah, Perception check on the glacion, please. Go for it. Uh, rolled a 10 so I, get, I think I've got a plus 3 it's, um, a 13. it's
0: not looking too bad although it does you can see like the effects of the fire sure. and the dragon breath it's it's panting but it's still mm. got a lot left in it you don't think you've nearly knocked it out so come on Christoph I wasn't worried about you when I was building this gym no offence Jack but I didn't I didn't
2: think it, you were going to win it's, it's, it makes sense with my, my team comp compared to Chris's there's a Pokemon that I'm
1: really worried about and I just yeah 100%
0: that's probably in the team (laughs) fuck Um, okay it's a Kyron (laughs) (laughs) I was more
1: worried about Articuno so because I'm at disadvantage from flinching if I use a range attack even in melee range you you don't stack just just yeah alright let's go for it we've got to go for it Boomer Ember melt the Glaceon Well, I rolled a three on my first one. Um, Inspiration point. Let's go for it. Go for it. That's a 17, the first one. And a 19 on the second one. But because it's disadvantage, you don't take the burn. Right. Unfortunately. And that's six plus three. No, plus five. Uh, 11 fire damage. It's 11 fire damage.
0: Double to to 22. Double to 22. Okay. Still in melee range. Cora just shouts, Get it again. Bite it. Ice Shard. Same combo. So the bite is a 19. Yeah. Takes 16 dark damage. It's ridiculous. Ice Shard at disadvantage. Oh, that's a four. That's a one. It misses, yeah? With the Ice Shard, it goes to fire it, but it's so close that Boomer just sort of hits the Ice Shard back into (laughs) Glaceon's face before it gets a chance to let it off and does three damage to itself. (laughs) Uh, Cora's just like, oh, come on, Glaceon. You can do better than that. Let's turn up the heat. Ember again.
1: Disadvantage. That one is uh, 18 plus uh, 16 at disadvantage. Hits... 15 fire damage.
0: Ooh, 30 in total. It's okay. still standing. Still standing. How
1: much health has it got?
0: Glacian's a bit of a chunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
1: I'm, I'm not winning this fight. That's exactly what I thought. Not when you send out something that I know is coming.
0: Um, Glaceon still in there it's going to use bite again It's miss 17 yeah it's oh, fucking hell uh eight damage okay that is the lowest that attack can do Go for that uh okay uh, and then it's going to follow up with an ice shard which will hit with a 25 <laughs> yeah five damage ice so two <sighs> this is
1: tight Um, It's quick successions of just biting this glaceon just biting away at Boomer and sending off ice shards at at her and uh, she's just she's tired of it she's sick and tired of it she's very tired of it now Um, and starts to growl the flame on her tail expanding and getting bigger glowing red and uh, he's gonna go with an ember again oh it's not gonna hit so I've got a 16 on one but a 7 on the other Uh, so 13 to hit
0: doesn't hit Uh,
1: ah oh um, yeah in her just dismay just spurts the ember kind of over the over the Glaceon.
0: Uh, Glaceon ducks and like sort of just misses the falling flame and uh, goes in for another bite attack. 15.
1: Oof, Jesus. Low AC is only 14. 16. KO.
2: <sighs> oh fuck.
1: Yeah. How much health has this, this Glaceon got honestly? I've got 63 as a Charmeleon. This must have like, I've done over 100 HP a HP to it. Insane. Um, Boomer hits the deck uh, and Chuck says, Chuck doesn't say anything. And he's- For the first time in his life. He's a, yeah, for the one of the very few times in his life. And he is worried, but he doesn't show it because that's just not who Chuck is. And says, Boomer, come on back, get a good rest. You, you were awesome out there as I knew you would be. Rowdy, come on out, let's do this. Lucario nice. comes out. Obliterate Lucario. Let's kick things off. Let's finish it. Finish off this Glaceon. Hit it with an Aura Sphere. Fucking up. Uh, 16 fighting damage.
0: Somehow you knock it out.
1: Yes. Yeah, so Lucario nice. comes out straight away, sort of knowing sort of what what went on to his his good friend Boomer, and straight away just palms back to the side, like come oh, how, this um This this Glaceon <laughs> and the Glaceon kind of takes it to the to the midriff to the chest. Um, and gets carried with this ball up into the, the wall and crashes, plonks down. Nice.
0: Cora withdraws Glaceon and sort of looks at the Pokeball and says, good fight. Thanks to you, we're still on an even footing. Cora reaches around her back and pulls out another Pokeball and she says, well, let's see if this does any difference. And she throws the Pokeball into the water mm. and you see a white light... And then out of the water jumps a majestic looking white seal and your Pokedex pins ah. Dugong. Ah,
1: <laughs> Dugong,
2: The water ice Pokemon. Its streamlined body has a little drag in water.
0: The colder the temperature, the friskier it gets. Okay. Uh, we're gonna go straight in and we're gonna use Aurora Beam. Okay. Targeting the Lucario. 19. Hits. 20 ice damage. Halved. You need to make a con save against my move, DC. Why? Because if you fail it, you're frozen. Okay.
1: I'm frozen. I rolled a two. I'm frozen. You're frozen. (laughs) (laughs) When do I get to break
0: out of it? On your turn. You can try. Is it at the end? On the end of your turn, yeah. So dugong hits the water again and then pops its head up and just fires this icy beam at lucario which just hits the steel pokemon square in the chest and although it doesn't do a lot of damage when the frosty smoke clears lucario is stood still in a fighting position and isn't moving
1: rewind if i use detect does that still count
0: or not (laughs) you can't do detect now okay fine isn't, don't you have to use detect before it does damage
1: yeah when targeted
0: fair enough so frozen DC 15 strength save mm-hmm. at the end of its turns okay. which shouldn't be too bad for you oh strength saving throw yeah because I've still got plus 11 <laughs> <you're> plus 11 <laughs> I think you'll be okay
1: <laughs> you do not. get you
0: do effectively miss a turn yeah
1: um okay chuck shouts come on rowdy bust out of that Achoo just I rolled a four (laughs) (laughs) my god this is not this fight is not going to go well Uh, and he just yeah you just see him slowly pushing his fist through the ice like carving out a bit of a channel and then it just shatters he's out he's ready
0: okay (sighs) Cora tells Dugong to get off the ice uh, get out of the water onto the ice and hit it with a frost breath 39, well, 19. Yep,
1: hits. Uh, Lucario's going to use detect. Okay. Screw it. Border taking damage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it sort of breathes frost in Lucario's direction. But again, once the frost has sort of cleared, Lucario's there and it's just taken no damage whatsoever. Like a small little glint. Yeah. Like as though an invisible force field's just like stopped. Like, sh- ding. Nice is <laughs> uh, then going to shout fine that's how you're going to play it Aqua Ring okay
1: I haven't even hit this Duke oh yeah that's a continuous thing isn't it
0: surround yourself with a veil of healing water at the end of each of your turns as long as you hold concentration regain a number of hit points equal to proficiency bonus which might not work because you're probably going to stop the concentration but oh yeah it. you have
1: to just, you just hit it don't you for concentration cool Just says yeah clever ploy ain't going to work Lucario, <laughs> we've got it exactly where we want it. Force Palm. <laughs> I rolled a 17. So, because I rolled a... so it's going to be a 26 to hit. Yeah. On a natural attack roll of 16 or higher, target's paralyzed. Right. Nice. Uh, and rolling up damage, 20 fighting damage. Is it doubled? Water ice, isn't it? How much
0: damage? 20. I've got a feed and it's not going to keep its concentration. So it is double damage, so it's... So 40. So it takes 40 damage. And is paralysed. And is paralysed. And it has to do a constitution saving throw to maintain its concentration. Oh, right. So it's uh, DC 10, or half the damage you take, whichever number is higher. Yeah. So it's got to got to get a 20 on a con save oh, all right. <laughs> uh, to hold its concentration so it might not necessarily be as difficult as it sounds so Dugon con save oh 18
1: oh no doesn't do it though does it
0: fails the con save and the aqua ring falls
1: yeah Chuck says that was always going to happen um, Lucario for this force palm literally it drives it into the ice and you see like shards of ice in a kind of a shock wave, just cracking as it makes its way towards the dugong, then a fist just erupts from the ice, or this ethereal
0: fist. So, Cora says, Fine, I knew this was going to be a tough one, but if that's how you want to play it, aurora beam. So, how does paralysis work again? the roll of d4 oh yeah on a roll of 1 it's incapacitated and restrained and can't attack and you get attack advantages oh. while it's paralysed Cool. Oh. 3 so it gets to attack
1: please don't please don't be in that 20
0: the aurora beam just dissipates before it's even left the dugong's mouth and sort of like a chain reaction happens and the dugong so that it's just like Oof. and it's mouth sort of like swells and a bit of icy smoke comes out oh shit <laughs> <laughs> is it frozen? no it can't be and it takes two damage <laughs> as it aurora beams its own mouth because it's an idiot and it rolled one right uh, it's then going to use its bonus action <laughs> to <laughs>
1: cast another acro ring Chuck says to Rowdy I don't think he's going to like this rush on in there get up close with it break break uh, yeah 21 with advantage
0: oh, yeah that hits you
2: hope so
1: 19 fighting damage Doubled. 38. Okay, takes the 38. Good, so yeah, Rowdy charges in following up this, uh, as as the dugong is kind of just trying to get this aqua ring around its face and then just comes in with this kind of cross karate chop ac- across the face. Let's see if it breaks
0: concentration. It's got to roll a 19. And it rolled a 10. So the aqua <laughs> ring fails again. Nice. Um, sort says there's only one thing for it. We need to freeze this thing. Let's go for another Aurora Beam. So first it'll roll its Paralysis. Not Paralysed. And then disadvantage. 13. To hit?
1: Doesn't hit. To hit. Does not hit.
0: So, so the Aurora Beam does not hit. Just sort of sails past the drunken master
1: on on his like um, like palm. Just sort of does a little one-handed front flip, right? Um, and at the same time says, "Okay, hit him again, brick break." Well, I'm going to use Aqua
0: Ring again, three life.
1: Okay, well the first one's going to be a, a 22, and this, <laughs> yeah, is. 22 to hit, another yeah. 2d8, and 21 fighting damage. It's okay, 42. Tell me how you knock out the dogon. <laughs> nice. So as he's um, front flipping on the on the one palm, spins, does a double pirouette and with the left hand comes crashing down onto the Dugon's skull as it's just feebly trying to get this aquaring set up again.
0: Dugon just takes it and just falls to the floor. Joe says, yes, Rowdy. Cora withdraws it, says, well, I'll admit you're doing a bit better than your mate, but let's see how you deal with this. And she throws a Pokeball into the middle of the battlefield. And from it, a purple mist appears. And from the mist floats out a long blue creature as your Pokedex pings, Frostlass. Frostlass, an ice ghost Pokemon. After a woman met her end on a snowy mountain, her regrets lingered on. From them, this Pokemon was born. It's favourite food is frozen
1: souls. Um, no, I'm off. I'm going. <laughs> I can't touch it. You know I can't you touch can't.
0: it. What do you mean you can't touch it?
1: Have you looked at Lucario's moveset? I can't th- damage it.
0: What? Good job you've got a third Pokemon then, isn't it? Fuck, fucking, why didn't I start with Lucario?
1: Who goes all fighting? Well, because I looked at it. I remember saying to you last time, I was like, I'm not going to go Metal Claw it's basically just a shit brick break with less damage and no extra coverage. The yeah, oh, literally, the only Pokemon I can't touch is Frostlass. Well, or any of the ghosts, or any of the ghosts, yeah,
0: or any of the ghost type. So basically, <sighs> when you two fight, as long as Jack keeps his Gengar till the end, <laughs> you can't you can't win.
1: Well, it's a learning process for Chuckles, I think, definitely.
0: The Frostlass. Is gliding from side to side and Cora just says get it with a frost breath uh for a 22. it's 17 ice damage
1: okay uh halved to eight okay right Chuck looks at this and surveys the battlefield and says I mean I know my type matchups this ain't gonna go well Rowdy come on back we're gonna have to bring the heat in one shape or form Churro <laughs> Spice this shit up And Chuck throws the Pokeball into the water Okay So Chura's in the water And he's actually faster in water than he is on land
0: So uh, The last sees this And is gonna go For, It's actually quite happy it's in the water And it's gonna oh, go great. for a Confuse ray. Okay You are confused What? Surely you've got a hit. Confused Ray. You target an opponent in range with a sinister ray of ghostly light. The target becomes confused. Great. (laughs) Brilliant. Love it. Um, What does that mean again? So a confused Pokemon uh, is affected for 1d4 rounds. Right. So two rounds. Four. Okay. It loses its ability to take all reactions and moves at half speed. Okay. DC 10 roll to use a move, otherwise, it loses PP and takes damage equal to its proficiency bonus. Okay, on a roll of a 20, the creature is no longer confused. All right, so
1: Chiro is kind of spinning around in circles a little bit, bit offbeat for Chiro. Chuck shouts, <laughs> <laughs> Chuck shouts, don't worry about it, you can do this. Chiro,
0: use Astonish. Nice. rolled
1: a 17. So do I now roll to hit?
0: Uh, yeah, now you roll to hit.
1: Okay. No, what's 9 plus? Uh, so that's 18. Hits. Okay. Real nice. 13 ghost damage. Nice. Which is doubled to 26. So Chiro leaps out of the water and basically goes. Bup, bup, bup. <laughs> 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 and the Frostlust is like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 and somehow takes damage he plops back into the water with a splash and, st- and swims around again
0: okay the uh cora's like what the she's not even sure what happened uh she's going to go this time with she's like right it's already confused get it with an ominous wind oh 17 it's 20 goes oh cool that's almost half my health. Okay.
1: um takes the takes the hit um so we're going to go this time chucks out did it you did it before let's do it again but this time Hit that Frostlass with a Scald. Ooh, nice. Yep, so I rolled a 16 for Confuse.
0: Yep, not confused. And that's your that's your last turn of Confuse. well. Oh, I
1: really wanted the burn, but it should hit. 21. Hits. 15, water damage.
0: Okay, takes the
1: 15. So again, jumps out of the water, and um, you can see the steam as it sort of spurts this jet of water towards the Frostlass, and the steam is coming off it. Wish it was fire.
2: Felix, at this point, is up in the stands going, go, 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 Churro, go, go, go,
0: go, Churro. <laughs> right, just going to go with a frost breath. Go. Cool. 15. Hits. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, 16, ice. Okay, yeah, doesn't get
1: doubled because of the water typing, which is fortunate. Nice. So. No, ice. Okay, what else can we do? Anyways, at least I'm not confused now. Hmm, Chucks furrowed brow shouts at Chiro says come on hit it hit it with a scold again burn that bitch 16 so does burn because yep. it's 15 or more the 25 to hit yep. you are burned 2d8 oh, it's only going to do cold water damage
0: okay so it takes the 12 it goes to its own attack and she's like let's frost breath it again 15 it's uh, ten, half, so five damage. Dean, sweet, okay. sweet burn.
1: good, 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 good. Come on, Churo. Uh,
0: and then at the end of its turn, it takes takes three damage. I might have to burn no, it takes four damage. Oh, sorry. I might have to burn
1: stall you. <laughs> I'm literally gonna have to try and burn stall you. Okay, cool. Chuck shouts at Churo, says, "Get around behind it and jump out of the water." Go in with another astonish. 18. So you're going to flinch as well. Okay. That also hits. Yeah. 12 ghost damage.
0: Ups it to doubles to 24.
1: Yes. Again, (laughs) jumps out of the water and goes, Bye bye.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Cora senses that either way, I think one big hit and this fight's over. So she's going to go big or go home. She said to you, you got to prove yourself. And she doesn't care whether you've got a Lucario that can't attack. <laughs> That's not her fucking problem. Such <laughs> <laughs> just sassy, man. Oh, no. So, she says, use Ominous Wind. That's oh. an 11. Does not hit. Oh. <sighs>
1: So I guess because of the flinch and because of the burn and because is just swimming around rapidly, and then, and then it takes four. Ooh. Come on, Chiro. Come on, Churo! You fucking hero! Again, Churo, do it! Jump out behind it or wherever you fancy. It's your song. Astonish. Seventeen. You're gonna flinch again. It's. I rolled a one on that, so six ghost damage.
0: <sighs> doubled. On the nose. How do you knock it out? Oh. oh.
1: I genuinely I genuinely out. thought I was going to have to get um Lucario out to like
0: detect stall and just it, it was it 100% it was the proficiency damage that killed me off. Oh cuz yeah after your yeah yeah it was it, it's taken eight in the last two turns from the burn. <laughs> this time this time Chiro sort of um leaps
1: out of the water just straight looking the, the frostlust dead in the eyes and goes, "Oh. <laughs> and the Frostlass just shits its pants. It's like, oh my. And then it's, yeah, it it's swoons, <laughs> swoons, swoons and faints.
0: Oh oh my. <laughs> oh my. And just falls to the floor. <laughs> Cora withdraws Frostlass and with a smile on her face turns to you and says, well done. Fuck. Chuck, Chuck grins
1: and says, never in doubt it was in doubt is very much in doubt <laughs> as my
0: old friend Shino once told me something that I will never forget and something that you should never forget it ain't
1: over till it's over it ain't over.
0: over till it's over anyway and she calls Felix down as well Felix
2: comes down from the stands gives Chuck a big high five and goes
1: that was great. Well done, buddy. Wipes the sweat and tries to hide the sweat under his headband to make it look like it was a piece of cake but it really wasn't and says yeah. I think we more than proved ourselves.
0: Cora smiles and says I asked you to beat me in a gym battle and that's what you did. So here, take the ice badge each. She also hands
1: you...
0: 7,000 Pokéen each. Oh, nice. Nice. And TM79 Frost Breath. Oh, nice. Oh, that's what it was going to be. Chuck, your Pokémon each receive... Well, you receive 35,400 to split between the three of them. And instantly, Chris's mood has changed. <laughs> <laughs> so so. I was very worried. So, while you are working that out, Felix, what Jesus. happens Hello. to your team? So... I have split
2: it in terms of kind of their effectiveness in battle, really. So Maximus the Magby had a couple of good hits, but was out quite quickly. Obviously, we've got quite a lot of XP there. So I still managed to give him 8,000 XP, which leveled him up to level 7. Brick the Sneasel did a bit better. Took some big hits, sort of finished off the Glally, and obviously the the battle with the Lapras was quite quite a big one. So he got 12,880 XP which also levelled him up to level 8. Nice. Uh, And at level 8 you can choose either a feat or ASI points, so I've gone with the three ASI points because he's only a two-stage evolution. So I've put two in strength and one in dex. Nice. And finally, the man, the myth, the legend, the big chonky boy Pratchett, uh, got the rest of the XP which equated to 14,520. Which also leveled at Pratchett. Level 10, chonky chonk. So Pratchett is now level 10. Jesus. Uh, at level 10, he gets a damage boost and he also gets the opportunity to learn some new moves, which I have done. Ooh, only what's it learn? I've only chosen one because they both are the ones that you can learn at level 10. Kind of do the same thing. Right. But one of them is a bit better. So instead of Razorly. Pratchett now knows Mega Drain. Sweet. Felix levels up with that to level nine. So he levels up to level nine and he unlocks the next Trainer Path nice. feature. What's that going to be? Which is Strong Bond. Your Pokemon team understands that they are in this journey together. At
1: level nine, you can bond with up to two Pokemon at each long rest. I think that should only apply if you sing We're All in This Together from High School Musical every time you try and do that. <laughs>
0: Every time we do it. Okay, nice. So that is Felix. Okay, uh, Felix has recapped on his. Chuck, just recap on yours.
1: Yep. Yeah, so likewise with Chuck, I think because Churo. This is how I'm going to justify it to so deal with it. Because I couldn't have won the fight without Chiro, He deserves a lot of XP. So and I need to level my team out a bit more. So Chiro's going from level six to level eight. <laughs> because uh, Rowdy hits level 9 and Boomer also hits level 9. And we're making some progress. I think with that, Chuck's going to level up. Yep. So with that, with all those Pokemon leveling ups, Chuck also levels up and levels up to level 9. And at level 9 unlocks his next feature of his trainer path, which is Evolutionary Expert. Which means when I evolve a Pokemon, I can choose to spend two of those evolutionary points into a feat. Instead of stat increases.
0: Right. Cora tells you both to go and heal your Pokemon and meet you again outside the gym. So, you head back to the Pokemon Centre, get congratulated by your arm. They're all very happy for you. Lovely. heal your Pokemon up. Nice. Lovely. You return to the gym to find Cora and Minato standing on the steps outside. Cora looks at both of you and says, Do you know why the gym was built into the mountain? So is on good foundations, Chuck says. The rye Grin. She smiles and just shakes her head. To the folks who live here, they think it's an homage to the rumours of an ice castle the then-founders of the city built when they first arrived. One that we have recently found has been discovered thanks to a herd of Mamoswine. I
1: was going to say, was it the <laughs> that made
0: that made the discovery? Yeah. But the truth is... It's a distraction. A red remorade, one might say. (laughs) (laughs) To hide the real reason the city was moved. Oh? And she leads you around the side of the gym, where there sits a staircase leading up and bending round the outer mountain. Climbing high above the city. The staircase blends into the like rocky mountainside so perfectly, you would literally have to know what you were looking for in order to spot it. Your forearms start to tingle. Oh,
1: are we like climbing the staircase then? Or are we just looking at it?
0: Don't go from being all moody and sassy, <laughs> interrupting and asking loads of questions mid-thing. Don't get all eager all of I a sudden just because you, just because you've, you've won. You got your dick in your hand again, put it <laughs> inside your body. <laughs> uh. Cora looks at you and with a nod, she leads you up. With the wind blowing and little to hold on to, you have to fight your nerve not to look down. You may have survived the fall in the cave, but you know that one slip here could mean the end of you. Finally, the stairs stop as you come level to a tunnel entrance. You're not even sure how high you are now, but you've never been colder. And you can imagine that to anyone looking up from the city, you are the size of a small speck of dirt. You follow Cora through the tunnel until you come to a large open room. The icy ceiling seems to glow bright blue, illuminating the space. On the far side of the room is a flat, ice panel covered in carvings and runes much like the patterns you saw on the walls of the ice castle last night in the center sits a familiar sight the symbol is almost calling to you and for the second time in your life you both find yourselves in a kind of daze as though time has started moving a little slower and sounds become more muffled you hear the voices of cora and minato you have no idea what they're saying You see them next to you as you slowly approach the flat ice wall, but your focus is only on one thing. The symbol on your forearms glows a bright blue, as does the one you are reaching out to touch, closer and closer, until everything goes black. What's happened to our heroes? Has Chuck really gotten over his hissy fit? Will Felix ever take the lead? You'll find out at least one of the answers next week in episode 29, Wait for Time to Pass Twice, where Chuck and Felix get to the root of Cora's family secret and what they've been protecting all this time. As always, thanks for listening and supporting the pod. We're sticking with weekly episodes for a while, so make sure you like, subscribe and stay up to date with the latest episodes. Don't forget you can join our Discord, we talk all things MDAD, including what happened in the last episode and some sneaky peeks of things to come. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, although I am rubbish at updating the Insta, but just search at MDAD5E. As usual, thanks to DOS for being our resident Pokedex and thanks to Chris for all the music. Right, that's enough from me, see you next time!